0: Welcome to Screen Vomit, the only movie podcast for normal people. I'm your host, Kayla.
1: I'm your other host, Kali J, baby.
0: Hell yeah. And today we have a freaking guest. Our guest today is a rocker, one of the coolest drummers on earth. Uh, he's in the bands Truman and his Trophy, whom we've had. Uh, some would say all the other members of on in the past. <laughs> uh, he's also in Hitter and one of my fave bands ever, Meat Wave. our guest ryan wisniak
2: what is up welcome (laughs) thanks for having me
0: hell yeah it's overdue finally
2: collected (laughs) all the Truman members
0: yeah now we have all the playing cards and do i win something or
2: (laughs) yeah hell yeah i'll send you a postcard (laughs)
0: <laughs> there was a time when i think chris gave me like 20 truman cds that i used to, <laughs> i used to just take with me on tour and give them to people at shows and be like yeah. do you like cool music um take this cd and <laughs> listen oh
2: my god <laughs> did he give them to you in like a plastic like <laughs> grocery bag or something
0: i think it was like at a show it was like maybe at your what was that? A ten-year anniversary show or something that mm-hmm. I played at Subterranean? Yeah, he was like, "Look, I have about four hundred of these CDs. Um, please take some away from me." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kayla, please take these away oh from me. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> and spreading the joy of rock and roll is my personality. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that I did all across America for years. <laughs> All right, Ryan, you have a new music video. Do you want to talk about it?
2: Yeah, hitter. So Adam lives in LA now, and the rest of us live here. So we couldn't really get together for a music video. So we just kind of, we just wanted people to video themselves rocking out to our song or doing whatever they wanted. Just kind of like a communal music video. And it actually turned out really great. And it was really fun. Hell yeah. I ended up filming my part sitting on the floor in my bathroom (laughs) in front of (laughs) My shower curtain, which is-
0: You should have done it on the toilet. That could have been funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just, I really like my shower curtain. I, I ordered it, um, this collage artist Eugenia Lolly did it. It's uh-huh. just two people <laughs> laying on the beach covered in bacon.
0: Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, no, it, was a, it was a fun video and-
0: Well, hell yeah. hell yeah, we love to rock. Y'all are staying a band even though he moved to LA? Yeah,
2: I'm not really sure how like new music is going, but we're not like breaking the band up or anything if- if we got a show offer, we'd probably try to play it. And
0: Imagine if you announced that you're breaking up the band right here. On... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Actually, yeah, no, we're done. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm in three other bands. I don't have time for this hitter shit.
0: Yeah. I'm just kidding.
2: Totally kidding.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so what's your experience with movies? Like, do you watch a lot of movies or what?
2: <laughs> um. So... Actually, uh, I started doing this maybe five years ago, mm-hmm. but I work a lot. I always have worked a lot. I yeah. don't have a lot of free days to myself. Plus, so. in
0: non-pandy, you're touring like nine months out of the year. Yeah, or like my <laughs> days off
2: will be band <laughs> practice or something. Yeah. And oh I'm God. not complaining yeah. about any of that. Sure. It's great. But I.
0: Well, you just broke up one of the bands. Yeah, so well, now you'll one have of the little... bands is
2: <laughs> broken up. So there's only three left, actually, four. <laughs> Five, God damn it, <laughs> um, simply
0: can't quit rocking
2: <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm in um eighty five bands right now. Uh, but oh, anyway, yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a day off. One of my all time favorite things to do is walk to the Logan theater during the day. I don't check the mm-hmm. listings ahead of time. Oh hell, yeah, I'll just walk in and see what movies playing next that I am interested in seeing or maybe haven't even heard of, and um having a couple drinks, watching a movie. And that's kind of been something I've been doing for a while. Hell yeah. So I love movies. I love going to Logan Theater. I can't wait to go back.
0: Is Logan your favorite theater in Chicago or do you have a different fave?
2: Um, I would say Logan Theater is my favorite just because it's comfortable and I can walk there. And, um, yeah,
0: that's fair. If I could walk to any theater, that would probably be my favorite too.
2: <laughs> yeah, like Music Box is cool. Arclight, well, I guess Arclight's done now.
0: Arclight in Chicago's done?
2: Yeah, it's permanent. I think they're all permanently closed.
0: Whoa, which kind of sucks
2: because for like a nice theater, I I prefer them over AMC 100. percent
0: R.I.P. Theaters. I was just thinking about. I mean, I'm always thinking about theaters because I was a big theater guy too. I love like just like how you said, like just going and picking some shit you've never heard of and going to see it for fun. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. But yeah, I'd also say Music Box, film wise and architecture wise, Music Box has got to be the joint. But I don't love their popcorn.
2: <laughs> I don't think I've had their popcorn, to be honest.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I'm a big popcorn guy. I gotta have popcorn for a movie. And I'm actually allergic to whatever butter they use. It, oh, like, shit. It, it, like, I can eat it, but it, like, kind of fucks up my mouth for a few days. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Like, kind of, like, so- a lot of people have, that with, like, pineapple and stuff. It kind of, like...
0: Yeah, I also have that with pineapple, so. Yeah. <laughs> so... I'm sensitive, baby, but... Yeah, so I don't love their popcorn, so it takes it down a notch for me, but they're always playing the best movies. Kali, have you ever been to a theater in Chicago?
1: Not that I can think of.
3: Mm.
0: Chicago
1: we'll was always like, a oh, I'm going to go see a band to a show or, or something. visit yeah. someone. Yeah. Hey, you don't come here to go to the theater.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a th- how many times- I <laughs> love going to the movies in weird places. I do too.
1: <laughs> I really do love going to, like, I'll never forget there's a movie theater in New Orleans in a mall- in which mm-hmm. I saw the Secret Life of Pets, and I was the most hungover I've ever been.
3: And <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had to keep, I had to keep leaving because I was vomiting. And mm. also the nicest theater I've ever been to. They had <laughs> servers, and you had like yeah. big recliner shit. It was insane, yeah. and I loved it. Like looking back, I'm like so glad that happened because what an I experience. almost can't do a
0: non recliner theater. Anymore oh, because my I've God. been so spoiled by <laughs> everything out here. Um, all right, so speaking of being hungover and drunk, the movie that was picked this week is the twenty eighteen film A Simple Favor. That's right, we're finally doing a girl movie yeah. after a string of boy movies. <laughs> I tell you what,
1: this was a hard one for me
2: to get into. <laughs>
0: Not a lot of movie guys.
2: movie is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Colin historically loves guy movies, and we've just randomly, by chance, here recently, like five of our most recent episodes have been movies about guys, two guys. Guys, <laughs> <So>. guys. <laughs> We did Black so,
2: Bear recently, right?
0: That was in February, I okay. think. Oh, January,
2: we recorded. Uh, some yeah. of our, a,
0: a lot of ours, like, we, we record a couple weeks in advance, so some of them aren't out yet, but but yeah, we did do Black yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so Ryan picked this film. Ryan, tell us why you picked Please this tell film us. without spilling too many <laughs>
2: Okay, so I actually have a story with this movie, and it's not even that cool. But uh, hit or had <laughs> band practice one day. We were going to hang out afterwards. So we went and got margaritas, got some Mexican food, and then we wanted to keep hanging out. So we, we went to the Logan Theater, my favorite place in the world, and... A Simple mm-hmm. Favor was playing. I don't remember why we chose to see it. Maybe it was just playing. I don't remember. Um, I don't remember a lot of things about that because we got so drunk <laughs> that I, I don't really remember. I couldn't figure out what was going on during the movie. And God, I just kept so. laughing my ass yeah. off. And the entire theater was like full of people just like me that were too drunk to figure out what was going on. And everybody was laughing. And I missed all, all the plot twists the first time because I had to keep going to the bathroom. Um, to pee, you know, because if you're drinking beer and water and whatever, coffee. Um, so anyway, I, I I had such a great time watching it and everybody else in the band was like, that movie sucked. It was the worst movie ever. And I just couldn't figure out if it was a sure. good movie or a bad sure. movie. So I did eventually watch it again. And um. Um, the same thing kind of happened. <laughs> Because I don't know. I you know. Uh, but third time's a charm. I did I bought the Blu-ray on Amazon Why for, for five dollars too
0: much (laughs) well it's like four dollars to rent or five dollars to buy you might as well
1: (laughs) zero dollars to google with a couple extra letters and numbers
2: well hey i I do own it now if you either of you want the digital copy i can send you a picture of the download code it comes with a dvd i i was it was one of those things where it's like oh maybe the plot twists are kind of cool but they're not this is <laughs> oh my god! This is the worst
1: movie for drunks ever. Like it's not a great movie. And having been to the movie theater drunk a couple times, it, you 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 lose like probably seventy percent of the movie. Let's be generous here. Uh, each time yeah, you go to yeah. the movie drunk, so like if it's like a Marvel movie, you're having a pretty good time because you really don't need any any depth mm-hmm. or anything. But this movie is just like are are you paying attention? are you paying attention? And to a drunk, it's just like, no, (laughs) what is happening?
2: I I did have to rewind one time last night because I missed a part and I was like, wait a second, that might have been a plot twist. Gotta rewind. (laughs) I I, I, like picked up my phone one time.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I came into this a little cocky because I saw this in theaters. I did too. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna give it like a, I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not gonna like, take notes or go watch intense. it watch it yeah i'm like yeah. i I've, I've been through this one i'll take little notes but i'm not gonna be intense and i've just yeah i'd like stand up and have my apple brand airpod max whatever's oh and uh, the fanciest <laughs> headphones in the world uh because i'm so rich uh, <laughs> no my so my girlfriend's dad gave them to me uh <laughs> that's the true story anyway but i'd like <laughs> pee, i'd go pee and not listen and come back and i was just like a twin? Uh, all right. <laughs> Wait,
2: <there's laughs> like, three of them now?
1: I guess I don't remember. And I realized I had just forgotten everything. Except yeah. for the best part of this movie, which is- The
0: outfits. Oh,
1: Blake Lively. Yeah. Boy, yo, 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 yoing. Oh, uh, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Really? Like, these outfits rule. Except Anna Kendricks. Anna Kendricks look like a fucking third grader and it like or no third yeah. grade
2: teacher i apologize she did have a <laughs> cool shirt she wore this sweater with like pom-poms on it yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, okay yeah that <laughs> was kind of <laughs> cool
1: that was pretty cool i concede
2: that
0: okay before we get too far into it i'm gonna run through the cast and shit okay so we have this is directed by paul feig you know actor director producer known for creating freaks and geeks also directed Bridesmaids, and wrote and directed The Lady Ghostbusters. And the boys have spilled the beans on the two main stars, Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick. Do we need to say who they are? Blake Lively, known for Gossip Girl and Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, I think? Uh, Yeah. Anna Kendrick, what is she most known for? Pitch Perfect and Twilight? Yeah, like
1: probably, those are probably too. She's in so much. Yeah, you you know, um, I get
0: her confused with Amy Adams, and I have a really hard time. And actually, all through my notes, really, was calling her Amy until <laughs> I <laughs> until I looked it up today, and I was like, oh, it's not Amy Adams. Amy Adams is <laughs> I, like the redhead. I just got, can't tell got, them yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, I understand. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. I don't know.
2: They both have great range. <laughs> all
0: right. And then we also have Henry Golding from Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. There's a couple cameos in this that I'll bring up throughout, but one of the ones right up top is Aparna Nanchurla, who's a stand up comedian that I like. Yeah. So that's all I'm going to say for cast now. So, Kali, what's our critic scores?
1: Cricket scores looking very good. Rotten Tomatoes, we got an 84. Metacricket, we got 67.
0: That doesn't sound
1: as good. <laughs> it doesn't sound as good. And all reliable Google users, 82%. So How is it so high? Glowing, glowing reviews. <laughs> That's something I cause like oh, okay, we we should watch the trailer. I'm I'm yeah, I have so Yeah, let's watch much the trailer
0: and then we'll get into the discussion. A few weeks ago, I met Emily, this wonderful, elegant person.
1: Our sons brought us together, actually. Come here, little dude. Can me and Miles have a play date today? Did you drink? <laughs> Does your kid drink? Amy? I mean, it's time or two or later. Let's
2: start teaching. I think you're joking, but great. J'adore mon poisson rouge. Every time we do this, I feel so high tone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wanna trade confessions? No, no, Come on. What's the wildest thing you've ever done?
1: She is an enigma, my wife. You can get closer. You can know, have quite reach her. She's like a beautiful ghost.
3: Did you just take my picture?
1: Erase it. I guess I'm probably not the kind of person you're normally friends with.
0: Oh, you do not want to be friends with me. Trust me. Stephanie, I need your help. Uh, Are you okay? I'm fine, but I, I do need just a, a simple favor. Can you come
3: over?
2: Yeah. Five days ago,
1: Emily went missing.
3: I warn you, you go poking around in her
1: past, you're gonna find something that is terrifying. She was not a normal person like you or me. I've never seen such a beautiful girl want to be so invisible.
3: I smell her, Sean. I smell her
0: perfume like a ghost. It's
1: just you being paranoid.
0: I I saw my mom. She told me to say hi to Stephanie.
3: Were you aware
1: that he took out an extra four million dollar life insurance policy on Emily before
0: she disappeared?
3: People do terrible things for their own reasons.
0: They thought you knew more than you were letting on. I don't know your secret.
1: I really don't want to be negative. Like, I really don't want to be mean. Yeah. What? (laughs) I I know I enjoyed this movie the first time I saw it I came out and I was like yeah like Mm. three and a half three stars this feels like an eternity ago (laughs) whenever this movie came out
0: (laughs) I know it was only three years ago but I was like that must have been a hundred years ago (laughs) it feels
1: so dated and I don't know if this is like the the whiplash effect of like covid and everything like right before covid is just gonna seem crazy to us but like no this was the lines who
3: wrote this <laughs> this is like
1: what no one talks like this does your kid drink <laughs> I know. D- do you drink do your kid drink it's like immediately i'm like i hate both of these people i
2: hope they- all of it yeah god yeah, they're not likable. And I feel like Anna Kendrick's character, even like re- the revenge at the end isn't satisfying because she- you don't like her enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and she kind of goes evil at the end, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my God. And she becomes a cop. So we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> She's
2: just
1: being dark. <laughs> That's This movie is basically two hours of Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick alternating looking into the camera and just going, we're dark.
0: <laughs>
1: we're, dark. Ooh, we're dark.
0: I'm dark. I have a dark past and a dark secret. Dark. Well, uh, funny story. I too have a dark past and a dark secret. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> what if we had another twist on this twist?
0: <laughs> my darker secret has been exposed. <laughs> Look out, M. Night. Paul Feig is here. Man. So this story was actually based on a novel by Darcy Bell. It was her first novel, and the story she created allegedly was so engaging and cinematic that the film rights were bought before the book had even been published. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Yas, Although there are
0: like- There are, like, several differences between the movie and the book, allegedly. I haven't read the book, but just based on online. But, yeah, so it was bought before the book was even out. Uh, So that's how much, how strongly people felt about this outline, I guess. (laughs) All right, so I'll just start going through the plot. So we're set in Connecticut, which I don't think they actually say until, like, three quarters into the movie. And the whole time I was like, where... Are we?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It really helped when they said Connecticut. I remember that. I was just like, oh, yeah, this is absolutely Connecticut.
0: Connecticut representation. I feel like they don't get a lot.
1: They don't. I mean, for good reason. It's a... Fucking terrible state. Is it? Name one good thing that's come out of Connecticut.
0: I don't know any things that have come out of Connecticut besides a difficult spelling as a child. A lot
1: of, <laughs> a lot of credit card companies. Oh, yeah? And uh, the WWE headquarters.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Are there that's any not cool Florida? bands
2: from Connecticut now, right? Has any band come out of Connecticut? You I know any bands know from Hartford? Any. No. Yeah.
0: Uh, I played a show on a college campus in Connecticut once, and there was an insane crowd. They actually, like, this a kind of a crazy story. They broke into an empty dorm and just, like, had a show in the <laughs> dorm. So, like, That's pretty
3: cool. <laughs>
0: so, like, there was, like, there must have been a 100 kids there, and, like, look- a couple people like my music maybe not a hundred people's worth and even if you put them all together right so like it was kind of crazy that like so many people came to our show for just like an acoustic you know two people show whatever and we had some real fans there i had to like Pull this girl away from St- my friend Stone, who I was touring with at the time. Uh, past guest, by the way. Because <laughs> um, she was just kept trying to get him to sing her songs and like would not leave him alone. <laughs> the kids were crazy, but watch show <laughs> in Connecticut. I kind of forgot about that until just now.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I maintain fuck Connecticut. <laughs>
0: We sold lots of stuff. I don't know. It was a good show. All right.
2: Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. You about probably it.
0: played in Connecticut, Ryan. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, a couple times. Both of the times were pretty cool, actually. Yeah. They, it was Hartford.
0: Yeah. I guess weirdly cool scene for being like, what the fuck is Connecticut? <laughs> All right. So in this story, Anna, not Amy, uh, is a <laughs> mommy vlogger. <Ugh. laughs>
1: Just starting out. <laughs> like I was just like
0: I know, a cringe right up top. Head in my hands.
1: So I was like, God damn, this sucks.
0: There's <laughs> like I feel like there's like five unhinged things that happen like right up uh, top. She, yeah. So one of them is she's a mommy vlogger. Insane. Later we find out that her vlog is actually multicam too. She like changes to a different <sighs> camera angle. <laughs> really weird. That's insane. That's literally insane. <laughs> Thirdly, the recipe she's making at the beginning is zucchini chocolate so chip cookies. I was so pissed off.
1: I yelled. <laughs> I yelled a lot in this movie, but I she
2: loves weren't. zucchini. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, that sounds terrible. Just
1: stop making good things bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Can we just have a sweet? Like, not everything has to have a vegetable. Okay? No. Like, Jesus we get enough of those
1: <laughs> I get it's her character but yeah it was bad
0: and then one of the first lines in the film is a titular line um, <laughs> she says my best friend Emily is missing she asked me for a simple favor to pick up her son and that was five days ago and she hasn't come back
1: I like I like that actually <laughs> it reminded me of the title I was like oh yeah uh, we're here so that's the titular <laughs> favor I like when I say titular so
0: <laughs> yeah titular cool word I also wondered like how often she vlogs because she says it's been five days at that point and she's like people are asking me for updates about my friend and it's like are you doing this every day Day or like what? That's kind of a lot, isn't it?
2: Where does she find the time?
0: I know. I
1: want to know what she fucking does all day. What's her social media presence? How much time is she spending on this vlog? Because she
0: seamlessly has
1: endless time and money throughout this entire film.
2: Yeah, she's just like hopping off to Michigan randomly. Like, what is she doing?
0: She's allegedly a stay-at-home mom living off of her dead husband's insurance policy. But like, isn't that going to run out sometime? Like, shouldn't you be twenty
1: twenty? She said she put, yeah, she said she put half of it in savings for college, smart. And then it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, in the interim, I'm going to, you know, make my millions on my mommy vlog.
0: And it's <laughs> like Well, I guess in the end, it does pay off doing? for her, but
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but it is insane. And she also says up top, like, five times, this girl was my best friend. We were best friends. And then when she goes into her backstory, she says, well, it all started when we met a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the timeline of this movie, probably one of the most unhinged parts about it. You're right. I think.
1: I agree with that. <laughs> several years,
0: maybe? It should have been several years. I wouldn't call anyone I've only known for a few weeks my best friend. I mean,
1: look, these huh. two characters are yeah. two of the most unhinged. Hinged.
0: totally just
1: like untethered to reality
0: <laughs> unhinged drinking game for how many times we say unhinged in this episode <laughs> the movie unhinged is this movie
1: instead not the russell Crowe one this is the unhinged one holy shit
0: yeah so they've only known each other for a couple weeks but um Best they friends. have codependency or some shit <laughs> <But> <laughs> Yeah, best friends, so devastating that my best friend of a few weeks has gone missing. So when we start developing her character, she's kind of an overdoer, overachiever class mom type person that all the other class moms kind of hate her and roast her all the time. One of the first things that happens with their kids, and actually sort of the intro to Blake Lively's character too, is when the kids are asking... There's two kids. One is Anna Kendrick's son, and one is Blake Lively's son. They're asking their parents if they can have a play date. Do kids say play date?
2: No, I don't think so. I'm not around kids, but I don't think that's a thing. Kids don't. Holly,
0: you would know. Kids
2: don't. They say, can you come over to play? Also, can I interrupt? Yes. These kids... Well, especially like Lively's kid. Yep. Yeah. Terrible, terrible actors. And you know <laughs> what? Uh, I drag
0: old. them. And uh, I, I'm
2: going to say that good for them because if you're a child actor, this kid's career is over. Like, if this kid kept acting, no way. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen? Maybe, you know, life could get really weird and dark because a lot, that happens to a lot of child actors. But this kid's in yeah. the clear. No he was so bad he's in this movie moves. that he's never getting yeah. another job in Hollywood.
1: <laughs> You're telling me you didn't enjoy every line being shouted? Uh and uh, just like aggressive and
2: whiny. Yeah. I'm happy for this kid that he was so bad cuz he's never coming back again. He's going to have he's going to like have a cool job doing something else. Normal life.
0: He's actually making smart business moves. Be in one movie that makes you millions of dollars for the rest of your life, you're set. Like And just be bad so nobody asks you to do it again. <laughs> that's incredible.
1: Oh, man. That, being bad so I don't have to be told to do it again, that's a thing I actually do, though.
0: And a classic boy move, so it's kind of on brand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if I can't fix it, you're not going to... Ask me to fix it again. So
0: I'm just bad at doing dishes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: you're so much better at it than me.
1: <laughs> I've never done that one. That's a really that's really cruel,
0: actually. <laughs> I've had guys that I live with tell me they were bad at cleaning the bathroom before. I love that. <laughs> like I don't care. Then we'll have a half shitty bathroom.
3: <laughs> oh, uh, anyway,
0: anyway. <laughs> so yeah, unhinged of them to ask their moms for a quote play date uh and then that happens like several times throughout the movie too (sighs) The term play dates, I mean, you could have a drinking game for that one, too, in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) So when we meet Blake Lively's character, she steps out of the car as a girl boss. There's a whole, like, reveal scene of, like, the shoe hitting the pavement out of the car (laughs) in the rain. It's like a... (laughs) such an, like, over-the-top thing. Yeah, we're introduced to her fashion, probably, first.
1: (laughs) It looks great.
0: Apparently, she had a big hand in her wardrobe for this movie, and she specifically wanted to wear suits a lot to differentiate this character from her gossip girl character who was also oh a God. New York okay. fashion okay. fashionista uh, person. <laughs> didn't
1: differentiate one fucking bit. Here's the goddamn thing. I have seen so much Blake Lively shit because Lindsay loves so I have not,
0: so Lindsay go
1: loves Gossip Girl. And there mm-hmm. was straight up a time in our relationship, probably around 2018, where we just watched, I believe, the entire filmography of Blake Lively. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, there are some highs and lows. Uh, the highs, almost always the fashion. She always looks great, but she literally always looks the fucking same. Like her yeah. she ne- her face never changes. She's always like gorgeous. And that's, you know, great. But like, who boy. She looks great, but I tell you what, she's got she's shit she's a shitty actress (laughs) you think so (laughs) yes no she's
2: she's just a terrible actress it's it's all it is she started like detaching all these parts of her outfit at one point like everything's its own separate thing and i've never (laughs) seen that that's really weird yeah like what was that (laughs)
0: I don't know. Between the three of us, none of us can claim to be high fashion, so uh, I just chalk it up to like, that's shit that I just don't know about.
1: <laughs> it, it just doesn't matter. It, it's, <laughs> it's, she talked to Paul Feig, and she was like, what if my character- And he's like, here, you're going to be wearing this like girl boss dress. And she's like, what if I wore a suit, but no shirt underneath, and- I just made it look really fucking hot. And it's just like, she's just using these movies as a means to- Be hot. Be hot and play dress up. And like, well, the thing is- Go off, sis. Go off, <laughs> yeah. I fucking think Blake- The thing is, she sucks as an actress, but she fucking rocks. I like Blake Lively because she's just <laughs> like dumb
0: and gets really rich from it. Good honor. her. So I don't have any comment on Blake Lively because I don't- know that i've seen anything else she's done oh um, i figured
2: i heard the gossip girl was like when like the first seven episodes i was like it's it's this Dan person yeah, yeah, yeah and when i checked to see if that was true it was and i stopped watching it
1: <laughs> i tell you what there are two standouts in blake lively's filmography of like okay. holy shit they're terrible one is a simple favor a- no, this one, this is surprisingly good. for. That's probably why, because I'd watched all of these terrible ones that when I saw this, that's like, ugh, the lines do connect at least. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Age of Adeline, where she is like, basically kind of like Benjamin Button type deal, except okay. she reaches the age of like 29 and then stays that way the rest
3: of her life. <laughs> that's
1: batshit. So it's just like, what if she's hot but lived throughout history and never changed?
3: <laughs> and <laughs> okay. it is
1: nutso. so. The other one is one I can't remember because I just remember is it as Blake Lively Blind movie. What? Uh <laughs> all I see is you. It's a movie where Blake Lively is blind in an abusive relationship with Jason Clark. This sounds like a nightmare. It is yeah, what? <laughs> horrid. <laughs>
3: it, it is terrible, just yeah.
1: like one of the most unwatchable. I don't have the words for it. It's it's awful. At least watch a trailer for it sometime just so you can get a, a taste of it. <laughs> get a
0: taste. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway. Between Anna Kendrick's character and Blake Lively's character, we get like a little bit of an odd couple here because Anna Kendrick's just like a giant dorky like super mom and Blake Lively is whatever is the opposite of that.
3: <laughs> girl boss.
0: Just like all girl boss, sex appeal, like the epitome of cool type girl <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And Anna Kendrick, cartoonishly dorky. I mean, she says oopsie every time Ugh. someone cusses. She's
2: got a swear jar.
0: And she's like 30. I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> like imagine meeting someone like this in real life. Yeah, It's too much. Oopsie. I said a swear word.
0: Imagine someone says
1: that to you, and you have to reply to it
0: to a grown person. Yeah, I mean, uh, to a child, okay, like I guess, but like to another adult, it's it's uh, insane. This is an unacceptable
1: behavior from both of these women throughout the movie. It's not
2: good.
0: (laughs) When we go to Blake Lively's house because they do have the play date, the director photography. John Schwartzman, who's actually Jason Schwartzman's brother, was inspired by the brightly lit poppy colors of Blue Velvet, the David Lynch movie. Hmm. And just in regards to the way everything looks, said the idea was not to try to hide things in the shadows, to just put everything out there in plain sight and let the audience figure it out. So, I don't know, that's kind of like... They thought about it, you know, how how bright everything is and there's no dark corners. Mm -hmm. So they're drinking. Uh, Of course, all business people are alcoholics (laughs) in movies.
1: That that is. I mean, that's true in real life, too, though. That's an accurate stereotype. Yeah. (laughs)
2: I did drink two martinis during this movie to get in the spirit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, this time. Yeah. I did not do Dude. the Emily psychotic martini. I did I did a regular one. Yeah. <laughs> the vermouth stayed in the glass. I did not oh, throw okay. that away. <laughs> you
0: didn't splash it onto My the floor. My fucking <laughs> eyes
1: glazed over when they were talking about alcohol. Anytime they are like the vermouth, rub that. I'm just like, I don't care. I
0: if don't you want to do it, how okay. they do in France. I don't give
1: a
2: did, shit. <laughs> did you notice when she expressed the lemons? Mm-hmm. Like it blasted out. Yes, I noticed time. that. I was like, I like <laughs> some of the oils do pop up, but like, where are they getting these lemons from? <laughs> or was she it just a had special the effect it's so nuts yeah
0: it has to be and they have to have done that in post it has to be a, a enhanced somehow because if that was out. yeah those things sprayed like like you just sprayed like a mister bottle
2: <laughs> yeah i was i was really blown away by that it was a aggr- it was aggressive
0: <laughs> it was <laughs> that's an aggressive lemon <laughs>
2: agreed agreed
0: oh also should note Blake Lively straight edge in real life so that's kind oh, of interesting Her right. characters like in full blown alcoholic. <laughs> and her other character in this movie is a heroin addict, but oh in real life.
1: God. Spoiler alert. Well I spoiled it earlier, I <laughs> we'll think. <get>
0: there. <laughs> yeah, you did, sort of. Whatever. Um so when her husband comes home, her husband being Henry Golding, uh they basically like fuck right in front of <laughs>
2: Kendrick. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Not a
0: fan. <laughs> the like big smooches, like seven thousand smooches. Like big deep ones right in front of her while also simultaneously roasting each other. <laughs> like
1: I just what kept is happening. <laughs> saying, like, imagine being in this situation. Every scene in this movie, if you were in it, in real life, would be the most insane day of your life. <laughs> yeah. Of all time. Imagine you're just it's like, oh, I I took my kid over to this uh, fellow mom from, from daycare. And and then she, like, sexily showed me how to make a martini. And then...
0: First of all, she lives in a gigantic mansion.
1: Yeah. Okay, it was way outside step. of town. And it was huge. And, <laughs> and we're in Connecticut. And then her husband came home. And they uh, basically just eviscerated each other verbally in front of me while also <laughs> fingering one another. And I'm...
3: <laughs> it's It's
1: just... It's too much. Like, where? what universe are we in? It's I don't so know. I would
2: have been like, I got to go, and then I would never come back.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you,
0: pro- you have to.
2: They're but... fucking cuckoo-lulu bananas, and <laughs> yes. I don't need to hang out with those clowns. Watch your own, kid lady.
0: Yeah. They also describe the guy's character several times as, like, a failed novelist. Because he's, like, rich because he wrote a book 10 years ago and never wrote anything else but he is also currently a college professor. So, like, he does have, like, a good job. It's not like he just, like, sits around all day and, like, doesn't write.
2: Seemingly at, like, a nice college. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> they just play up that he doesn't write, like, so hard. I thought that was kind of goofy. We yeah. does. He
2: starts writing some paragraphs again eventually during the movie. Yeah. He announces that he's been inspired to write some paragraphs. So. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> By someone else currently later in the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's one point where Anna goes to take a picture of Blake's character or whatever, oh and she really freaks out to have her picture taken, which is a shame to be hot and never get pics. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> I know.
1: See, I just want to point out
0: again, all these scenes yeah. are
1: played so I don't know what happened between then and now. Like something distinct (laughs) happened that made me feel so much more cynical about every scene. I'm just like, what the fuck tone is this? Like, is this really it? (laughs) I was just, uh, anyway, continue.
0: They do really try and play up how Blake Lively's character is like, impulsive and like makes bad decisions and like cusses and like it's just kind the of a bad scene. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> She's uh, like so
0: edgy. <laughs> I think it's
1: because I think there has been something. We've seen a growth in edginess in common day shit. Like I feel you could go to Kroger and get a package of napkins that said like Shut up, motherfucker! Drink up. <laughs> it like, said, "Like, drink up, you dirty slut." Uh, I feel it's pretty, just like,
0: yeah, every like. It's actually girl boss to cuss, so like my mom
1: has a notepad that says, "Like, shit, I have to take care of," and she's like, thinks it's the coolest thing ever.
2: <laughs>
0: so yes, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah anyway. like um Blake Lively's character there's a many scenes of her like on the phone with her boss and she says stuff like um do me a favor go to the other room shut the fuck up and never talk to me again <laughs> motherfucker or whatever <laughs> like, <laughs> it's insane it
1: does not play well
0: there's I wrote down this line where she says the nicest thing I could do for Nikki is blow my brains out regarding her son <laughs> it's like okay edgelord we get it like <laughs> oh
1: my god
0: but it's just pretty over the top it is everything about this movie is over
1: the top. That has to be the tone, right? Like, he's playing everything so exaggerated.
0: So another time that Blake and Anna are together at the mansion, they always hang at the mansion and never at Anna's house. They do a secret reveal where Blake reveals that she had a threesome with one of her husband's students or something. And... Then when Anna does her reveal... First of all, she had already revealed that her brother and husband died together in a car accident. And her brother...
1: (laughs) Just keep going. Just keep (laughs) going. We need all of these details.
0: Her brother... She met as an adult at her dad's funeral, who was actually played by Dustin Milligan from Schitt's Creek. Okay.
2: That blew me away. I did not realize that.
0: No, I didn't either. I didn't. Yeah, it was cool to see him in here. But um, so that's her brother. And after her dad's funeral, she fucked her brother. And after that secret reveal, Blake, for the rest of the movie, calls her a brother fucker and... Uh, just kind of drags her for revealing her secret that she convinced her to reveal. So kind of rude.
2: (laughs) The whole, yeah, that was, I remember fucking dying in the theater. I did, I did catch that part (laughs) when that happened. I was losing my shit. Also, I don't know why incest is becoming so like, is it because of game of thrones is that what's out that correlates that's
0: what i've heard so fucking
2: dumb started it that correlates really well stop with the incest everybody you don't gotta fuck (laughs) your brother it's fine
0: (laughs) there are so many people who are not your brother that you actually could fuck okay is this movie a comedy (laughs) i don't think it knows it's described as i wrote it down hold on a mystery slash comedy okay I think it's supposed to be a little bit comedic, especially towards the end, it gets really campy. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh my God, the way it ends. The beginning is tonally crazy. You don't know what the fuck this tone is, but the more we go on, the amount of like comedy and camp that's put into this, at a certain point, you're just like, all right, I'm here for the ride because none of this shit makes sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's shot like a fucking bright noir film.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of what they're going for. Noir yet.
1: film's always dark, but but they're just like, but what if we had the brightest character in, mm-hmm. and made everything bright? Yeah. Uh, sure, I, that's something, I guess, but I hate it. Uh,
0: <laughs> they're just trying to do something different. Yeah, no,
1: I, I appreciate that vision, though.
0: Paul Feig historically works more in comedy too or in mixed genre comedy like Ghostbusters. So yeah, it's kind of his whole shit, I guess. Yeah, We're up to the point where the titular simple favor comes into play.
2: (laughs) It goes down.
0: Yeah. Anna gets the call to pick up Blake's kid from school. And then Blake just kind of disappears for several days and leaves her with the kid. Nobody kind of really knows what's going on. So the husband was out of town. He comes back and they call the cops to report her missing. Uh, nobody really seems that concerned that she's missing in general, though. No. So Anna's kind of on the case for this for some reason.
1: Well, it's her best friend.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Her best friend. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> she goes to her job, and we get a Patty Harrison reveal yeah! as a little cameo. <laughs> that was tight. I didn't no, even yeah. remember that she was in this. I so. didn't I love Patty. Shout out <laughs> to Patty if she's listening. <laughs>
2: Patty, Patty is. <laughs> So fucking funny.
0: Oh, my God. She's Mm -hmm. hysterical. And in a way that, like, you just never know what she's going to say next. (laughs) And you also never know when she's joking and when she's not, which is incredible. Her Instagram
2: (laughs) is incredible.
0: Yeah. And I don't know if, like, she has a podcast and, like, she appears on podcasts a lot. So I've listened to a lot of that kind of stuff, too. And, uh, yeah, she's just fucking so cool. Hell, yeah. Everybody at the job is rude to Anna. They're not being helpful. So... Anna's snooping around and it's this is I think where we get the first like, okay, this is actually like supposed to be comedy yeah. type scene. Um, when Anna's trying to sneak around the office, but literally everything is made of glass <laughs> and see through. <laughs> but she's really trying to like mission impossible, but like all the walls are glass, the desk is glass, like yeah. the chair is glass, like I don't know, everything in there is glass and see through. <laughs> That was the first time where I was like, "Okay, this is trying to be funny here."
1: Yeah, it just didn't. I don't know. It didn't hit for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like loling, but like, it was like, "Yeah, there it is." Well,
1: yeah.
2: she does the scene where she runs up the stairs next to the guy that's carrying the clothing is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, also, this would be a good place to destroy in a Marvel movie because there's so much glass.
0: Yeah, true. Oh, hell yeah. Did we watch something recently where there was a bunch of people going through Oh, nice guys had a bunch of the candy glass too. Oh, people yeah. going through glass stuff. Tons. Anyway, so while she's under the glass desk is when she looks up and sees that <laughs> gotta have faith pick of Blake's twin sister. But I'm kinda wondering, like, what if you really think about this pick? What's going on here? (laughs) Somebody clearly mailed this to Blake to like try and blackmail her or get her to come out or something. Yeah. But it's like, it's a picture of her twin sister. uh, And the caption is her twin sister's name, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess you just have to read the book to figure that one out. (laughs)
0: Because ultimately, her sister is the blackmailer, right? So, like, what's the deal with this picture?
1: (laughs) There was a picture and she looked at it. That's how I read it. <laughs> Tell okay. you what, I took it at surface right. value. I was like, "There
0: you go. let's keep it moving, let's keep it bopping. <laughs> so they do find Blake and her rental car in a lake in Michigan dead. Allegedly. And so they have a funeral for her. And as we know, funerals make Anna Kendrick get a little randy. Yeah, so- it's the
2: only thing that makes her horny. <laughs> It's like, if there's some sort of trauma going on, she's like, let's fuck. She's in.
0: If someone has died. (laughs) Hit me up. That's the time. Yeah. So she Fs. up.
1: My mom just died.
0: (laughs) So she Fs the husband and like, weirdly, like, instantly becomes sort of his wife. Like, I mean, she's not, but like, (sighs) they like, start staying there every day. She's like, fully cleaning his house, making him dinner, like, getting home from work, like, Hi, how was work today, honey? Kissing, type stuff like yeah.
2: if, if it was 90 day fiance, she'd be considered an insta mom.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if, if only.
0: <laughs> if only this is her 90 day fiance. <laughs> so she just kind of assimilates into this family so quickly. It's kind of freaky, and I mean, you got to think too, like. You really just can't think about this movie too hard cuz like I said at a certain point you just got to kind of arms up I'm along for the ride but <laughs> but like she has a kid too like isn't it weird to just like fuck up her kid's life like he has a home you know Yeah. Know. <laughs>
1: the kids would be way more f- way more fucked up by everything that happened than this movie mm-hmm. shows.
0: Yeah. So at some point she's trying on dresses in the closet. And a cop comes over to interview her and she gets stuck in the dress, of course. Oh my god. <laughs> it was all pretty clowny. The cop is like a weird jerk to her and also seems to be working harder than like any actual cop. And <laughs> therefore <laughs> I have to I have to come to the conclusion that this is copaganda.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard that phrase that fucking rolls.
0: <laughs> copaganda? Yeah. <laughs> really?
2: God
1: damn! <laughs> Twilight is propaganda too. Never seen it. Yeah. Never seen Twilight. Okay,
0: you don't need to. <laughs> no, I don't.
1: That's the only other one that came to mind immediately.
2: I've seen this movie, but I haven't seen the Godfather. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen Brooklyn Nine Nine.
0: That gets accused of being propaganda too.
2: <laughs> that's fair, just
0: because it's like it's kind of like stuff that shows cops. Cops are, like, good people who, like, work hard, too, you know, or whatever. Like, But they're put, not. Anything that really, like, paints cops in a good light, yeah. really, at all. Law <laughs> and order. Be considered propaganda. Yeah, law and order. <laughs> uh, when we all know, cops ain't do shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, I struggle with that in Twin Peaks a little bit, but still love it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sure. This is when we get the clue reveal that the husband took out an extra $4 million life <sighs> insurance policy on... His wife, Blake, uh, before she disappeared, right before she disappeared, which makes him seem fishy. Yeah. And now it's extra fishy that here's Anna in his house wearing his dead wife's clothing. Yeah, it's kind of weird. When she goes to spy on him at his job, she sees him hug one woman (gasps) and is now pissed off.
2: (laughs) She's been sent into a jealous rage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I get that. After sleeping with him exactly one time (laughs) and knowing him for a total of three weeks. Well,
2: (laughs) look, it was the TA that he fucked in the threesome.
0: Oh yeah. So okay, you are right. (laughs) That he allegedly fucked because he says that he didn't. That's true. He claims that his wife is a pathological liar. So when they do have one of these family dinners, the kids say that they saw Blake, and of course the parents. Just gaslight the fuck out of him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, child. You're so dumb.
0: You wouldn't know your mom if she bit you on the ass. Have one of these hangover <laughs> smoothies, kid. Yeah. You don't know what your mom looks like.
1: Oh my
0: god. Oh,
3: that rocks. <laughs>
0: They did make a big deal about giving the kids those hangover smoothies and like, oh, it's like 10 servings of vegetables or whatever the fuck. And the kids literally take one sip and they're like, okay, go get ready for school. <laughs> 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 I don't think they got their full serving of vegetables. No. <laughs> after how big of a deal they made about it. And if you look at his table, actually, anytime time somebody's cooking in this movie, whether she's doing her mommy vlog or the time when he's doing those smoothies, they have like $600 worth of vegetables on the table. <laughs> it's
2: <laughs> insane. Like an entire 2 weeks CSA has been dumped onto the table.
0: I actually watched this movie last night, and I had a dream that I went to my friend's house, and he had so many vegetables. He had 15 <laughs> eggplants. <laughs> okay. I just realized that was why. Because <laughs> they literally have so many who, how do you even have space for that many vegetables? <laughs> Farmers don't have that many vegetables. Like <laughs> it's crazy.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> there are so many details in this movie. This movie is like all there details. Is. It's
0: all details. It's so much like for me to say. So Anna starts suspecting that Blake is still around. She says she can smell her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. You know what I'm saying? I don't buy that for a minute.
0: <laughs> a rich woman shouldn't be stinky. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to decide what's important and what's not. Like, we probably don't need the story of her, like, stealing his mom's ring and fucking once on an airplane.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I, we don't. You know why? I forgot about it until you just said it. I, I, what? Yeah, there's a whole... There's just so many vignettes to reinforce their characters. That so much. The characters are well defined. I will say that. You know these yeah. characters well. But you know them very early on. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie is spent like, oh, but she's mysterious. Like with yeah. Blake Lively. It's, like, it's kind
0: of know. unhinged how they tell that story too because he's like, we fucked once on an airplane. Nine months later, we had a son. And it's like... <laughs> What? It seems like y'all have this crazy sexual relationship. Like, how do you know that's like the one time? <laughs> the one time we fucked. Yeah. We made baby. <laughs> so insane. It's, it's unhinged. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, so then we get a big sit down between him and Anna. I'm sorry, but uh, he's kind of cringe in this scene. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he's like, oh, Blake. I'm just calling them their actor names, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Blake always like kept me on my toes and like made me anxious, and I never slept well. But he literally says this: "You rebuilt me. You see me. <laughs> you understand me." And
3: <laughs> I was—you're
0: <laughs> like, being so cringe right now. It's like basically, you're my muse, and I love you. And move in with me. I'm like, uh, this is all too much. They've—they've only met a few weeks ago. His wife died like a few days, like not even a week ago. I don't think. <laughs> Like, uh, what the fuck is happening?
1: <laughs> I had no idea. I I just kept saying, huh, huh, okay. <laughs> and just you just have to accept it and move on. And this movie, to watching this movie, is a great metaphor for you know how to get through life. You just accept what you've been given. And you're like, I guess I'll try to do something with this. I guess I'll try to <laughs> see if this makes any sense or means anything. And sometimes it does. I'm telling you. Sometimes At a it doesn't. Point,
0: You got to throw those hands up and be like, I'm along for the ride, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So she weirdly agrees to move in, even though this guy is super cringe and it's her best friend's husband. I don't know. It's all so crazy. She takes all the stuff out of the closet and packs it away, even though she clearly wants to wear the stuff. Mm -hmm. But then she leaves. And when she comes back with her stuff, all the closet stuff is back in its place. So spooky. Then she gets a phone call from... Blake. Yeah. So now it's like sortified she's alive. Sort of. They don't, they still haven't I think uh, the guy still tries to gaslight her a little bit before we get to fully 100% she's alive. <laughs> and when we get a flashback around here too of when Anna's husband found out that she was fucking her brother and then is like is my son even my son or is it your brother's son? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh my god. I'm never gonna find out.
0: I saw you touch his arm once. You don't look like brother and sister.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna drive my crazy ass car into a median, is that what he did?
0: Uh, yeah, just yeah. drives it straight into a median and kills bo- what both. What was of up them. with that
2: car, by the way? That was an aggressive car.
0: I know. It was a Vroom Vroom For like car, a guy yeah. who like is a suburban guy with a kid and a wife type of guy, like th- that. Car Anna's was character is of not
2: dating a guy with that car. Or married right? to you. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So the car was out of place. The whole story is unhinged. And then, like, what was the end goal for him? Like, okay, I kill both of us. Now my son goes from having two dads to no dads? Cool. Like- <laughs> oh my
2: God. The opposite like of Mama Mia, too, where she accepts all of her dads. <laughs> Good way to look at it.
0: <laughs> so this whole thing is so unhinged. Oh my gosh. And when she had told Blake that story, they smooched. So, Blake bisexual icon in this movie
2: (laughs) also more more trauma horniness because she is talking about a trauma it gets horny and they Mm -hmm. make out
0: hell yeah (laughs) so from this point on i think we go into the more heavy detective work and i think it also takes a lot more of the uh throw your arms up along for the ride because (laughs) a lot of this stuff gets real flimsy oh yeah (laughs) So there was a big painting of Blake's vagina in her living room. And Anna finds the artist's home address, question mark, (laughs) and goes there. (laughs) And uh, the artist, Linda Cardellini.
1: (laughs) Always great to see her.
0: Cool cameo as a stone cold knife dyke. (laughs) I'd love to see. just like waving knives around, painting knives, stabbing knives into the table. I loved her character. Knives do
1: rock, to
3: be
0: fair. (laughs) She has a little backstory with Blake, but the important thing is Blake had left one single item at her house years ago, and that item is, of course, the t-shirt belonging to the summer camp she went to as a child. (laughs) (laughs) Just couldn't be more of a clue. (laughs) And so... (laughs) So Anna goes to this childhood summer camp, pretends to be an interested prospector, says like, oh, do you have pictures of your old campers? I'd love to see them. Like, not creepy at all for like a grown person to go to a camp and be like, can I see pics of the children, please?
1: (laughs) This is so upsetting. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that.
0: They let her go to the basement alone to look at the pictures. And the first book she picks and turns exactly one page and there it is a picture of blake and her twin sister faith and hope (laughs) oh got it super easy (laughs) That must have been from like later on they say this was 10 years ago but in my mind at this point it was 20 years ago and she just randomly like picked one and that's the one 20 years of books she could have gone through yeah crazy and through finding this one picture of these twin girls who are named Faith and Hope. So, like, uh, I haven't been naming the characters their names, but let's just say that Blake has been going by neither Faith nor Hope throughout this movie, <laughs> so this is, this is a reveal.
2: Yeah, she got Ugh. the... She, her name is Emily, which is not...
0: She didn't even look like an Emily. No. <laughs> Emily is not a girl boss name. Sorry to any Emilys. <laughs> And uh, through finding this one picture from however many years ago, also finds their home address. <laughs>
1: so Oh, that's there, too. Okay, got it. It's just, oh, it's there. They it just keep falling into, it's just, it should be unraveling yeah. itself quite easily.
0: Yeah, and at their home address, she finds their mom, who has Alzheimer's and loves to spill beans, and oh. gives her all the details she needs. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, please, thank you. <laughs> And while she's at the house, too, we get that goofball scene where the old man like kind of chases her out of the house and like literally speeds after her down the road. And like, yeah, with the shotgun, it's like this whole like intense moment or whatever knocks on her window with the shotgun and is like. Oh, hey, where are you going? I just wanted to order a shirt, too, because she, like, pretends she's a fashion salesperson or something, which, does that even exist? I don't think so, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, because nothing stops her. She, <laughs> she never <laughs> receives, like, a hindrance. Like, at every no. occasion, she just kind of, like, twirls around and gets it done.
0: yeah. But none of that, like, that's a scene where you totally cannot think too hard about no, it. No, not at all Because, bit. like, not one part of what I just said makes any no, goddamn sense. No, that
2: scene was <laughs> psychotic.
0: And even, like, once he does catch up to her, like, at the fence or whatever, he had to have gotten out of his car, made a point to grab the shotgun and go over to her car. <sighs> but, like, if all he wanted was to order a shirt, why did he even need the gun like i don't know none of it makes sense like it
2: almost could have been like he was trying to be funny but like he didn't act like he was trying to be funny he was just no. like a fucking weirdo I, I just didn't i didn't get it
0: and he knocked on her window with the shotgun which is essentially pointing it at her you know like i don't know they should have had him accidentally shoot
2: the window out and then ask for a t-shirt that would have been funny <laughs> oh my god they didn't go far enough
0: or like blow Agreed. her wheels out or something <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that could have been great <laughs> It's also crazy. Or like they could have had him like chase after her and then be like, "Oh, your oil's leaking. I saw it on my driveway or something." I don't know. That would have made like maybe more sense. Something or, like, jail like lights that. out." <laughs> Rather than like, I want to order a navy blazer. Also, does yeah. that man look like a man who wears a navy blazer? <laughs> He's like a backwoods hillbilly I, like just, with a shotgun guy.
1: Just didn't accept. <laughs> I was I, I, I did accept it. I'm sorry. I was like, "Yep. Yeah, okay. Sure." <laughs> Let's keep it moving.
0: So next stop is the library where she says, hey, I need all the arson-related news items from the last 20 years.
1: Oh, great. I've got them right here.
0: I know.
2: My name's Google.
0: (laughs) And then she goes on that, what's those things called? The newspaper look at machine.
2: Microfiche?
0: Yeah, the microfiche. First thing she scrolls to, oh, (laughs) this arson with two twins. (laughs) However many years ago. First thing I found. Bada bing, bada boom. Oh, easy. She's got the clues. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Next thing.
0: <laughs> so she keeps doing her her mommy vlog on the road and is like spilling all the beans of what she's doing, subtweeting Blake really hard, and that's the first time that we see Blake actually watching. So then we have like a hundred percent confirmation. She's alive. She's not a ghost or something. Mm -hmm. Anna is like weirdly aggro about this whole thing. Like she's like pissed at Blake. Yeah. Like having this secret or something. So she's feeling like really strong that she like, oh, now I know your secrets of your past and I'm strong and like, fuck you. Kind of. I feel like the the mood here is strange.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: After she does that subtweeting mommy vlog, she like goes in the car and has like listens to, like, gangster rap or whatever. Uh, that's,
2: that was That's weird. how you know
0: when when white people feel powerful is when they start listening to gangster rap or
1: whatever. And doing it. And I'm doing the rap. And I'm Anna Kendrick. <laughs> yeah. And isn't it funny that I'm this tiny white girl doing a... Tough guy rap, uh, bop, bop. Mm-hmm. like it's, uh, I get it. When before
0: she was just listening to like Mambo number no. five, like I much rather would have seen her listen to like Mambo number no. five or like the Gin Blossoms or some shit, and like yes. go off on that and uh be really stoked than like have this goofy. This... I mean, not that there's anything wrong with rap, but it just you know why it's in this scene, yes, corny. Yep. Yeah,
2: the soundtrack to this movie is very bizarre. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, there's not a lot of music, and when it shows up, it's It's weird. It's weird.
0: It's like Mambo number 5, like four French songs from the 60s, this one rap song. (laughs) I don't remember anything else. That's all that stood out to me. What was
1: the point of all the French? I was like, is this influenced by, like, French noir films? Is it, like, a weird influence
0: it's trying to show? I don't know if it's just trying to say, like... This is like rich, like elegant, elevated music that like a normal plebe wouldn't listen to or something. It just didn't, kind of felt like what they were going it for. It just made me confused. It's European. It's fancy. <laughs> it made me confused. <laughs> That's it. She has, throughout this time, been in Michigan or like wherever the fuck for like several days. And like, what's? Did she just like bail on her son? Or? Yeah. Like, who's what? Like- <laughs> After being like such a hands-on mom and suddenly she just like, no, nah, I'm going to be uh, out for a few days. You guys figure it out what to do with my son.
2: <laughs> you didn't finish those hangover smoothies. They're still in the fridge. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I gotta that, go. This was like kind of crazy. Did she
2: drive there or fly or what even?
0: I think she drove because she's like driving a car. It's, like not close. No.
2: It's a very far drive.
0: Yeah. They don't show her flying though, Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fire drive. It's got to be like a 15-hour drive or some shit.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Insane. But Love But she's that. running
1: on mom power.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tries a hangover smoothie once. <laughs> like- <laughs> so... Next, we get the husband going to a lunch date where Blake confronts him with a gun. That was kind of a fun
2: scene, actually.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was fine. It was definitely a callback to the plane scene from earlier. We find out why she's doing this in that scene, which is that she wanted to fake her own death to get that $4 million life insurance money. Uh, so they could have money. So they could have four million dollars. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Something Which, like why that. Why are they so poor? First of all, <laughs> doesn't she have like a super crazy, like high stakes job, like in the city? They both. M- and have to her be... husband is a professor. Yeah. So they... like,
1: <laughs> look at their house. I don't know. They say it's a money <laughs> trap, though. I don't know.
2: They spend all their money on vegetables. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. What... <laughs> yeah.
0: <Didn't
2: laughs> vegetables and
0: vermouth. <laughs> And like look at her clothes like the chick is not poor. Okay, she no. don't know poor. <laughs> no. So, at this point the entire premise of the whole movie is pretty weak. <laughs> Anna subtweets her on her mommy vlog and sends a coded message to meet her at her own grave for martinis. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, I I did not watch the extras, but there is an extra on the Blu-ray feature titled Gravestone Martinis, so
0: Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> the gravestone too is like <laughs> a five foot tall <laughs> gravestone. <laughs> uh for people who don't have any money, quote unquote, uh that shit's damn expensive for those headstones. Yeah. And for like such a huge one was just pretty goofy. And that's the scene where Blake shows up with a nice suit with no shirt underneath uh, and just titties to the wind, <laughs> so <laughs> really going for it here. And they have a little face off while they have grave martinis. And that that's like another scene I think where we get some of that like unhinged dialogue, <laughs> where it's like, "Okay, I know your story. What your mommy had words, and your daddy then got physically violent, and you and your sister had to do it to him." <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. They're just like so dramatic and insane. <laughs> <laughs> then we get the story of her meeting her twin sister at the cabins at that childhood summer camp place yeah. who was trying to blackmail her for a million dollars or else she would go to <laughs> she would go tell the cops what they did.
2: Is she living in a shed on the lake?
0: I don't know where she's living because
2: it's a beautiful, beautiful lake. Like that is some like primo. Oh yeah.
0: I don't know where she's living, but they definitely met up there. And at some point, she said, "The twin says it's like so fucking hot outside. Let's go swimming." But when she says that, she is wearing a full coat and pants, and the regular sister is wearing a turtleneck, a vest, (sighs) and a coat. Like they are fully dressed.
2: (laughs) Why do they go skinny dipping? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why but
0: she says out loud it's so fucking hot let's go swimming and then gets naked to go skinny dipping I, yeah it's just like <laughs> but they're both wearing full coats and pants
2: this is a movie where like so many people said yes to yeah. all this stuff and i guess i mean it was a book first but it's still kind of yeah someone must have had a very strong personality on this on this movie because <laughs> everybody is just saying yes to all this bat shit crazy cuckoo lulu yeah winners
0: stuff <laughs> this scene was actually different from the book because in the book i think the sister kills herself
3: um, oh my god that's no. so different
0: <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and in the book the husband knew everything and in the movie he doesn't so that's there's several differences
2: that's very big yeah oh so god. what
0: happens here is that Blake drowns her twin sister. And then, you know, that's how we get the body that ends up being claimed to be her dead body. Um...
2: (laughs) They have the same tattoo. Same person.
0: Yep. Same tattoo that they got for their... (laughs) They wanted to get a tattoo when they were splitting up. So they got like the most corniest thing. Okay, so we just lit our... Dad on fire, so we're gonna get some flames. (laughs) And then we also have a dead sister named Charity, so let's throw in the symbol for charity on this. And that's our story.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, it was
0: just the goofiest shit. So Anna agrees to scheme with Blake to frame her husband to say that he forced her to fake her own death for the insurance by being abusive. It's also thin from here on out. It just gets thinner and thinner. (laughs) So you're like, why does Anna agree to scheme with Blake when she's like a terrible friend and now she's in love with her husband and now she's going to commit him to jail or whatever? But... but it's because she has a second plot twist behind her back that she's going to fake agree to the evil plan to get a secretly taped confession of all the evil things she's done.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Because right after
0: this, they all end up at the house, even though wouldn't he have like a protection order or something if the whole thing is he's abusive towards the wife? I I don't know. It's so thin. (laughs) (laughs) Anna pulls a fake gun and fake shoots the husband. There's like 10 plot twists right here. It's crazy.
2: It really is.
0: Blake like allegedly knew everything before they got there and cut all the mics from the cops. (laughs) Uh and then called the cops, pretended to be Anna, and said, hey, we're going to meet up at this other place instead. Now the cops aren't coming, but, like, wouldn't the cops have known that, like, their mics were cut? There's, like, none of this makes sense.
2: <laughs> they went to the other parents' house, and they were smoking a bong.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why?
1: <laughs> like what's
0: going
2: on it's medicinal I've got a card <laughs> I
0: know he's like I have a bubble in my eye or like whatever he says just so goofer then Anna does a big reveal that she's been live streaming the whole thing on her nanny cam on the button on her shirt Got him onto her vlog but she did let the husband get actually shot before she revealed <laughs> that she's been live streaming <laughs> he had been shot
2: For quite a while by the time
0: he's bleeding out on the floor (laughs) and she's still having like a quip argument with Blake (laughs) while he's bleeding out on the floor. The whole thing's been live streamed to like who knows how many people and the cops still went to the wrong house, even though the whole thing was being live streamed. (laughs) Two It's like what the F is going on here? It's crazy. So anyway, Blake takes off running, of course, gets comically hit by a car in the middle of the street (laughs) by the other class dad who's now on Anna's side. Yeah. And he has great lines here where he hits her with his car and then says, America's hybrids, silent but deadly. And then says, you fuck with one of the moms, you fuck with us all. So (laughs) just incredible. And that's, we're pretty much at the end of the movie. Anna's character totally changed by the end of the movie. She is not the same person at all. Um, And then we get the incredible six months later post uh, text update. That was fucking
2: hilarious.
0: (laughs) I I was dying laughing.
2: Wasn't one of them, she's like solving crimes? Or she yeah, stopped, like, so, a bunch like, of different crimes or some shit.
0: First of all, her blo- her vlog was turned into a morning show, so it did pan out for her that she spent all her time vlogging. Great. Yeah, she has a cold case agency that has <laughs> brought <laughs> has brought over 30 dangerous fugitives to justice, is dangerous, what says.
2: <laughs> Dangerous fugitives.
0: <laughs> As just, like, some mom, like, <laughs> there are actual cold case cops, you know, like... <laughs> Uh, but some random mom has brought 30 dangerous fugitives to justice somehow by I like, mean, doing actual work. By I don't being know. <laughs> lucky
2: and getting all the information right away. Yeah. Something like that.
0: And so now she's a cop. So unfortunately, she is canceled, though. <laughs> and, <Sorry. laughs> and now she's dating somebody from the city, which was like a big thing for her. That she would never date somebody from the city. <laughs> I, I
2: that didn't a get that either. Very what? funny detail that they added.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just goofy. And the husband wrote a second book. Okay. So <laughs> his muse pulled through. The wife, Blake's character, serving a 20 year prison sentence for killing. Both her dad and sister, and shooting her husband—only uh, twenty years for uh, all that yeah. seems a little light to me.
2: <laughs> well, she gets really good at basketball.
0: They like—they show just like the tiniest scene of her playing basketball, and like have something that says like, "Oh, she's fitting right into prison life." But I think it's just because she was like cussing so much. <laughs> <laughs> Criminals love to cuss. If there's one thing. <laughs> know about criminals they do cussing <laughs> and play basketball <laughs> oh,
2: it would be so funny if there was a movie where like the criminal refused to swear
0: yeah <laughs> i don't know
2: it, would it, it wouldn't be that funny but so that pissed jeans band they have this thing where like he never swears in the lyrics but he does on one of their newer albums and they bleep it out on the album it's really funny <laughs> like I'm it's like a, it's like a joke i don't know
0: yeah it's a, a running bit. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Um, So this movie was originally, this is insane when I saw this. This movie was originally supposed to end with an elaborately choreographed flash mob. Uh, ending, what? Ending in Sean proposing to Stephanie. Sean, the husband, proposing to Anna Kendrick's character. I would have died. However, um, that tested negatively, <laughs> so they cut it. Yeah, it <laughs> tested
1: negatively. I want to see that cut, though. <laughs>
0: However, it's allegedly available as an extra special feature on the Blu-ray. God
2: damn it! I'm not gonna do that,
0: Ryan. (laughs) Yeah, uh,
2: I could send you a video to you all if you want.
0: Okay. If you need
2: more a simple favorite content, I I have the Blu-ray.
0: Send us a video for sure. Because I, well, at least send it to me because I'd like to see it. I <laughs> will. that sounds, that's fucking unhinged. Yeah. But... <laughs>
1: that's
0: truly nuts. Uh, I can't imagine what that would have even been like.
2: <laughs> uh, you're about to find out. <laughs> Hell
0: yeah. So uh, that's real creds. We've reached the end of the film. So now we get to score it out of five. So what are we thinking out of five, y'all?
2: Goddamn. I'm going to say. <laughs> This movie getting through the first half wasn't terrible, but then it just loses like all of its steam by adding all these crazy twists. And it could, I feel like it could have maybe gone somewhere cool, but it it doesn't go anywhere cool. I'm going to give it out of five, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a two and a half.
0: Okay.
2: Give it a two and a half.
0: Sure. Kali, what do you think? Okay.
1: All in all, I think this is a perfectly fine movie but I say that mm-hmm. with gritted teeth because I really don't fucking like it. <laughs> but I don't want to just be negative about it to be negative, like... Yeah. because. But just trying to be objective, I think it's just a two-star movie. Okay. I think from my perspective... Yeah, just two stars. There's
2: a okay. few very funny moments, so yeah. it wasn't a total waste. Oh, it's...
1: <laughs> when we describe
2: it as a wild ride in Unhinged, like, Unhinged is
3: goes
1: both ways. Like, there were moments that were fun. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of the time it just kind of felt it just felt a lot. Of, a lot of it was very cringy. Yeah, sure, yeah. grandma. Yeah, not much
0: of it. Not much of it did make sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was kind of a lot going on at all times. Mm-hmm. I do feel like though that the first time I when I saw this in theaters, I like straight up hated it. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> um, but like, on second viewing, I think I kind of enjoyed it a little more, and uh, I found the camp of it all to be a little more entertaining yeah <laughs> just, just like just that yeah throw your arms up and along for the ride type shit N- like is this like a good movie like no it's not but like <laughs> but i could sit through it and if you're like a normal person who likes movies i think you'd probably think this was like fine sure so i i'm gonna give it a two and a half as well hell yeah <laughs> i don't know if that might be too high but that's what i'm going, that's for. What going <laughs> that's, with. Yeah. it's not too high it's perfect <laughs> so yeah two and a half from me Uh, it was fine enough and you know what I did appreciate a lot of the little cameos too that was fun for me just being a fan of these people seeing them pop up in something random so hell yeah alright that's what we think about that would we recommend
2: (laughs) Uh, no I used to tell people (laughs) after the first time I saw in the theater and didn't know what happened I used to tell people that this is one of the greatest movies of all time that you should see it And I have, and now
0: nobody will ever take your recommendation again.
2: <laughs> I did get at least one person to watch it, and she, she had to watch it in two sittings and was like, do I have to finish this movie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you got to get to the end. <laughs> so okay. what would you say, yes or no, now?
2: I would recommend watching it one time and have like a couple martinis while you're watching it. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Not not three or four, but two. <laughs>
0: okay, I'm gonna say um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Now it's time for screen vomit.
1: All right, here we go.
0: So in this part of the show, we just go off about whatever else we've been watching lately, um, movies, shows, whatever else. So Kali, what you been watching?
1: So I watched 2004's Primer.
0: I've heard of this. I haven't watched it, though.
1: It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's. I was like, oh, 77 minutes, bada bing, bada boom, in and out. And it's like, no, do you want to hear just like insane scientific and technical talk? down to the minutiae.
0: Is this like a Cosmopolis feel?
1: No, it's pretty good. Okay. But I don't, I need to watch an explanation video. Oh, okay. It's one a- of those. A film like, you
0: have to research. It's a to lot. Understand. It's yeah.
1: a lot. Uh, but it's tight. And then I watched Grave of the Fireflies, the 1988 Isao Takahata film. The other founder of Studio Ghibli, besides Miyazaki. Okay. Big old downer. This movie, yeah. not bright and sunny.
2: Very depressing. Oh, yeah. I came up at work the other day. Somebody Ugh. said that they went on their first date with someone or like their first time hanging out with somebody, they watched that movie, and he's like, I don't know why we did that. Bad. They did not They did not end up together. No,
3: you don't. <laughs> oh, it's one of the,
1: it's <laughs> so intensely sad. <laughs> damn. But it was great. Anyway,
2: no, that's, yeah. what, that's all I've been watching.
0: Oh, that's it? Yeah. Okay. Um, Ryan, how about you?
2: Oh, man. So I started reading again and then wow. and then, WandaVision came out and I mm. watched the first episode. I, I hadn't seen really any of the Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was totally part of that universe when I started watching it. And mm. I got two episodes in and I found that out. I was like, well, I'm going to watch every Avengers movie. And there's a lot of oh, them. Sick. So it was like yeah. a weeks long undertaking where I was just sitting at home after work watching every Avengers movie. Before I completed WandaVision, that was a lot, pretty fun generally. I also just finished Twin Peaks again last night. Hell yeah. Cool. Which is something I tried to I used to watch it pretty much year round, and now I just do it once a year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Since the 90s? Uh, since 2012. Oh. I just started watching, I don't know. Um, yeah. I, would, I would get off of work really late in i'd get home at like three or four in the morning because and i'd work like a 12-hour shift at this bar so it's like totally mm-hmm. wired like because it was a very busy bar so that was my way to wind down was mm, watching yeah Twin that Peaks. makes sense um i tried to watch legion recently
0: oh i love legion you I, oh, no. <laughs> it's still, I
2: i watched the first episode and it's the mm-hmm. least bingeable show i've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> Like, you can't watch two episodes of that show in a row.
0: You got, Let it pick up a little bit, then maybe it'll get easier. Yeah, I don't, I, so
2: I only saw the <laughs> There's one. There's a lot of
0: setup. There's a lot of setup at the beginning, but once it gets rolling, I think Legion is one of my favorite shows of all time. I think it's an incredible show, um, and I think you'll like it if you stick with it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I I definitely will. I, would like, okay. need some new stuff. There's
0: only three seasons, too.
2: I feel like I'm mentioning a lot of shows that you all mentioned when Chris was on. But mm. um, I I haven't kept up with it, but there's the new Riverdale season. And apparently, can I spoil something?
0: Yes, you've announced that you're spoiling it. So here comes a spoiler. I wasn't going <laughs> to
2: keep watching it, but apparently aliens get involved. Whoa, really? So now I, I might. Saw, I
0: dropped off of Riverdale on season. I've watched through season four. Five is what's coming out right now, right? I don't I even
2: know. All I know is when okay. when Archie goes to that prep school, I wanted to jump out the window just like that teacher. <laughs> That was horrible, especially <laughs> yeah. after like season three, which is like one of the best seasons of any show I've ever seen.
0: This is exactly what I said. I'm telling you, I, st- I said the same thing. Season three, incredible. So many, t- you never know where it's going to go. It goes so many places. There's like 30 episodes in a it's season. Cr- it's awesome. insane. Incredible writing. Season four, I totally agree with you. That's exactly what I said is when he went to that prep school. I hated everything or most things yeah, that no. after that. It was corny. I don't yeah. want to
2: watch some like sad boy prep school sack of shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Trying to solve what I don't even know. Yeah. Not my so favorite I haven't character. I picked
0: up the new season. Yeah, there was not enough
2: Cheryl in that season, so it was not that fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I have been watching Winter Soldier or The Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'd guess I'm mm. just going to be subscribed to Disney Plus for the rest of my life now.
0: They just <laughs> yeah. keep coming
2: out with stuff. Ugh. I
0: know. That's how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> is that all?
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Cool. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. So I watched a couple things. I watched the film Happiness, which is uh, from 1998. It's a Todd Salons film, if anyone's familiar. He also did Welcome to the Dollhouse. To the okay. movie that I really like. So, this movie, Happiness, has Philip Seymour Hoffman. It also has Lara Flynn Boyle from Twin Peaks. Speaking of Twin Peaks, it was so good. I love Salons. I want to watch more of his films. I haven't seen a ton, but uh, so this movie is sort of follows each member of this family through their different paths trying to find happiness, but it's really all about like sexual perversions and like the way that they approach taboo topics in this movie. Uh, has never been seen before or since in my opinion it was it
2: was a weird movie yeah
0: it's so cool <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's like fucked up but like it's really cool uh I really liked it it's also not streaming anywhere and also not really available for purchase but I was able to find the DVD at my library and check it out so Whoa. check out your local libraries kids <laughs> I can't yeah. believe I mean knowing the content of this movie. <laughs> But it was at the library. Yeah, that surprised um, me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also watched Gummo. Uh, weirdly for the first time. This one has weirdly eluded me over the years. But one of the most iconic cult films uh, maybe of all time. Especially if you see the poster, you're like, I know that one. Have y'all seen Gummo?
2: No, okay. I've only seen Spring Breakers and whatever his newer one was.
0: Yeah, I haven't watched Spring Breakers yet either. But it's on my list. But um, anyway insane film so cool a lot of it is just like he gave cameras to like people on the crew or just like random people who lived in this town and just had them film shit and cut it all into the movie it's also a Chloe Sevigny movie which I didn't even know she had anything to do with it so that was a big blind spot of hers for me as well so cool movie gummo check it out okay I got uh I got three more oh yeah (laughs) I watched The Letter Room, which is a short, an Oscar-nominated short. It stars Oscar Isaac and Alia Shawkat. I didn't think it was that good, but uh, Oscar Isaac's really good in it.
3: Hell yeah.
0: But it's like 33 minutes, and they just don't really go that far. And also, he's a cop, so it's like, eh. So The Letter Room, don't really recommend. And also makes me kind of sad. I kind of remembered why I don't generally watch Oscar-nominated stuff like Oscar bait stuff. Yeah. Uh, Just kind of a little soulless. It makes me sad that Oscar shorts are the only shorts that some people watch when there are so many cool shorts in the world. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. That's a good point.
0: Um, Okay, and then I watched this movie Marriage Material – which stars Kentucker Oddly, who I talked about on the last episode. It is like a 55-minute movie, so it's like very short, mm-hmm. um, sort of character study about a couple who babysits an infant for a day and then the girl gets baby fever, and uh, just kind of going through what goes on in their relationship after that, and the chemistry between the two people, incredible, and was just super real. It was It was a pretty cool watch okay and then last one a short actually this was a good short as opposed to a bad short like letter room so this one's called nobody likes you as much as i do okay it's directed by jersey rose who's a chicago guy or was recently moved to la also in it is joe swanberg who directed marriage material that i just talked about okay it's about a, a couple who vacationed to france and the. Uh, Encounter some hijinks. The short's really good. And that short is now also in our Google Doc for good shorts, good short films that you can find in our link tree at any time and watch good shorts if you want to see shorts that are not Oscar nominated but are worth watching. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, cool. That's all I've been watching. That's all for me.
2: Oh, wait, can I add one more?
0: Yes. Okay,
2: so this is kind of tying this movie in with the Leah Shawcat, okay. who you mentioned, I really enjoyed Search Party.
0: I love Search Party. Yes.
2: The new season kind of blew me away. I was not expecting that. I haven't
0: finished the new season. I think I've watched like seven episodes. It's so good. But I've watched everything else.
2: I I just, where A Simple Favor seems confused about its tone, um, I feel like Search Party manages to do comedy, drama, and thriller. Like in a way that's just. Mystery. So they do such a good job of it and it's. It doesn't ever feel confused. And I just, I, I love totally that they agree. have these totally ridiculously hilarious scenes, but then it goes to the other end of the spectrum. Like, sometimes scary yeah.
0: and like super intense. Yeah. yeah.
2: Also, everybody that's on that show is incredible.
0: Yeah. Even having like people who are in any other role, like super funny, like comedic performers, and then have them be scary people <laughs> on <Yeah>. the show. <laughs> like, I think that's really fun too. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Search Party. <laughs> that show rocks. Ryan, what you got to plug? Anything? Tell people where they can find your bands and stuff. Uh,
2: uh, Meatwave and Hitter and Truman is Trophy and they're all on Spotify and Bandcamp and all that. Meatwave did just put out a new single um, we have like an EP recorded that we're going to put out. Got an LP recorded that we're going to put out. And then we're going to work on another LP. So,
0: oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so we're working on Y'all stuff Y'all are busy. Hell
2: yeah. Um, that's about it, though. Yeah.
0: Hell yeah. Meatwave, nice. also. Can I tell you this song, That's All Right? Uh, was that on the split? That's on the split with Lifestyles, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think that'd be a great song to put in a movie. So, I love that
2: song. That's one of my favorite. Songs I love to it. Do. It's really fun.
0: TVH, I agree. And I, to me, that's a song where you, you kind of have to listen to it like ten times in a row, <laughs> and uh, not switch to a different song because it's just got such a great vibe. But I do think that'd be a great song for a movie. If any movie people are listening, um, put put Meatwave song in your.
2: Yeah, put it in TV. there. We're down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i just think every time i listen to it i really think that'd be like such a great song for a movie anyway there's <laughs> an additional plug for Meatwave. all right and for us um you can find us on instagram and everywhere else at screen Rommet, one word on all the things give us a subscribe if you haven't already and a rating and review please a nice one if you're nice You can send us an email at screenrometpod at gmail.com or tweet us with your thoughts on this movie or other movies, suggest a movie, send questions, whatever.
1: Hey, if you want to hear me he'll t- talk about labor, union, stuff like that. I got a podcast called How to Fire Your Boss. It's up on all the stuff.
0: Hell yeah. Nice. And I don't know what we'll be watching next week yet. Sorry. We'll figure it out. <laughs> all right. So uh, thanks, Ryan, for coming on the pod. Yeah,
2: thanks for having me. I know this one uh, probably, I mean, there's just so many twists and turns that it's probably a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nah nah, this was fun and it's kind of a break from we've been doing a lot of heavy stuff lately maybe not our last episode but just like in general so a cool like goofy one (laughs) yeah
1: this was refreshing in a way yeah
0: pretty fun yeah all right so that's all for us so we'll see everybody else next week bye all right thanks